0: cover. The Giants lose. They, they get actually just smoked. Ryan's Niners win. We're going to recap the weekend. Our gambling. We had our ups and downs. Ryan smashed it. Touchdown Tony. Tony, touchdown. Obviously coming through again. Um, we're going to go over Ryan's random thoughts. We got this week in the world. We're going to go over next week's games. Uh, is Pat Mahomes ankle okay? Joey Burrow's a killer. There's a bunch to talk about. Golf is back. John Rahm um back to back wins we're going to talk a little bit about that college hoops is on the horizon and we will end the show with the fattest thing that we have done this week Ryan we'll just start with your Niners cuz you won congratulations let's let's just start with we can start there i know you want to start there what do you got I'm so
1: good it it was it was a good game to watch it was fun i mean both teams had their chances and you know the both teams made mistakes um the the thing that changed the game was Kittle's catch over the middle. It's like they were they were scoring on when that happened. They were scoring on that drive. It was just like yes. seemed to seemed to shift things a little bit momentum wise um, and just kind of fire everybody up. But uh,
0: now good good win nineteen twelve um, an ugly game though. So what did was there any? I mean, there's a lot of good to take out of it, but was there anything you're nervous? Because Philly is no joke. Obviously, we'll get into them a little bit later.
1: But anything that you didn't love. Um, the offense, I mean, it was the first time they've seen a good defense in a while. So, you know, expected them to struggle, but then to see it really happen. Uh, I guess my biggest concern would be Christian McCaffrey looks, uh, kind of hobbled. He's got this like air cast thing around his leg on the sidelines, like heating and cooling and trying to get right. And just doesn't seem like he's a hundred percent and he's definitely a game changer. So if we can't get him 20 touches, Against a defense that I think like their only their only weaknesses, you can run on them a little bit. Um, I like Mitchell, but CMC is just that game changer. Well, I, I owe you an apology, fella. You
0: know, I was I I literally bet the Cowboys any way you could. They're gonna I I they made me feel bad for a billionaire oil man. Like, he's, yeah. like they're gonna kill that guy. Jerry Jones is gonna die without another championship. And I feel bad for him. But don't feel bad for him. All wrapped up in one. You know what I mean? I was thinking, like, uh,
1: between, between McCarthy and Dak, I mean, they just, they make a lot of bonehead decisions, both of them. And so that's what like, I was going to insults gonna, At the end of that game.
0: Uh, that's what I was just going to say. I mean, uh, so we we talked about it a couple episodes ago, and I think everybody who watches football talks about it. McCarthy's just, you know, fat, dumb, and stupid at times. Uh, the, just not using his timeouts, letting all that, cl- uh, that time kick off the clock. Dalton Schultz just not getting out. I mean, and Dak, Dak could have threw 12 picks. I mean, he looked so bad. And you know, the thing I was going to, the reason I asked you if there's anything you were worried about or anything that you were wondering, and you said the offense, I thought there was some opportunities for Dallas to take some shots and get back in that game. And they had some open routes and he just, they're just lost, man. They look like they weren't prepared. And I mean San Francisco's a really good football team and I think we're gonna see a good game against the, the Eagles, but down the stretch, you can't make mistakes like that. And and as much as that game felt like an ass kicking, they were still always in it, you know?
1: Yeah. So know. they they capped off a good uh, betting weekend. So I always do the nice teaser at the beginning of the week and they were the last uh last leg to play. So
0: So that's what I was gonna ask you. So, you know, I for me this weekend. Like as far as the games go, I didn't hit one, <laughs> you know, I was, I, you know, Giants, Casey, uh, Dallas, uh, what was the other one?
1: Um, what'd you say? Which one did you say? Giants, Casey, Dallas, the Niners. Yeah. Oh, and right. Dallas is the Niners. No. Yeah. How are we doing? <laughs>
0: anyway. So I lost all the games, but I hit touchdown plays and, um, so I ended up being okay on the weekend. And the touchdown streak is still just outrageous. Okay. I'm, it's just it's out of control on fire. And 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 it's been good, but you you basically swept the board this week. And what did you bet? What was uh what was the thought process going into it? Because you tried to tell me, I just wouldn't listen. I probably won't listen again this week if we're if we're being honest.
1: Well, I I kind of I did a lot of props this weekend just for shits and gigs trying. Try it out. Uh, I kind of split those in the games. I did those. Um, So nothing, nothing there. College basketball was great. That was eight and one um, with a couple, you know, I think at least two, you know, positive money plays in there too. Um, But that was that that felt good because I've been like going 500 in college basketball every weekend. So to have a good eight and one weekend, I kind of set up whatever I wanted to do for NFL the next day. Yeah. but yeah, the, the main thing is early week. I always put that big teaser out there. I got one this week too that I'll that I'll tell you when we talk about the games. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was fun. You know, because I bet early in the week and I do those teasers, I kind of like play around on the weekend and just and hope they hit because that's what I put the most money on. Yeah, uh, and it worked out, so yeah, I was pumped. Made it enjoyable. I didn't bet much on the Niner game because I had one. I had them as the last like the teaser, and two, I just wanted to really enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I think another thing too that goes without saying is San Francisco's their defense is fucking good. they're yeah. they're, they're really good, and, and and as bad as Dallas did look, a lot of that is those guys too. So I think this matchup with Philly is gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. And um, I mean, you have anything else you want to add on your Niners? Kind of a sloppy dog shit game. We saw some knucklehead plays towards the end, like we knew we would. Oh, that's what I was gonna say to kicker. You know, Jerry Jones coming down and talking to the guy. That's not helping anyone. That's like, you know, you're in sales. That's like your sales manager going in and be like, you have to sell this one. It's like, well, fuck, yeah. I'm not going to sell this. You know, yeah. like it's just, I, what did you think of that? That was classic Jerry Jones.
1: Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You think he was, I think he was definitely missing the first extra point too that got blocked. Was like, yeah, like way to the left. Yeah. Greg Olson. He's awesome, by the way. And He was like, I think this was
0: going to miss 10 feet left. Like yeah. if you look at it, you're like, oh yeah, that's kept going in Like the guy on the end shouldn't be blocking it, right? So Yeah.
1: He's almost better off it got blocked. So no one could see him just shank one again like that.
0: Yeah. Looks like Tony Pollard broke his leg. That's unfortunate. Uh, or he had bad leg injury. I don't know if it's broken. That
1: sucked. I mean, Uh, I say that about the kittle catch too, but to Pollard going down really, really was, you know, equal to that as far as its emphasis on the game and and how it swung things in the Niners' favor.
0: I really think you could say just Kittle's usage rate, like, in general, over the last five, six weeks, and how they've implemented him more so in the passing game, it's it's opening things up. And I think, I mean, he's 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 just a fun dude to root for, obviously, but sick, sick play, sick, sick catch. His production,
1: yeah, his production is directly in line with Purdy starting. Like, yeah. as soon as Purdy came in, boom. It,
0: it's true, it's true. So... Uh, you know, a game that I, uh, you know, the Giants-Philly. Listen, they, it, wasn't, it wasn't fun. Uh, it was a pretty boring game because that— I didn't uh, even I mean, mention that.
1: Like, my other part of the good betting weekend was I put a ton of money on that Eagles over in the first half, but I did Yeah, we
0: missed the big guy's parlay. Ryan said Eagles 13 and a half in the first half, and I said CD Lamb to catch a touchdown. Now, he went ballistic. I think he went for, like, 12 for 110. He was the only guy who did shit on the field, but he didn't score. And yeah. uh, and uh, we lost that. We're only three in the big guy parlay. As much <laughs> as we are up a ton since we started doing this, the big guy parlay has been a travesty, and we'll, we'll get it worked out. But Giant Eagles, okay, uh, we ran into a team that's better than us literally in every position. You know, the, the season, I'm this is going to be a little bit of loser talk, I think, but it was a good season, you overachieved. But you got to a spot where you're like, okay, you Philadelphia was not worried about covering our receivers. You know what I mean? They there was like there was no threat anywhere. We couldn't stop Miles Sanders. We just couldn't do anything. We couldn't guard against the big play. Jalen Hurts looked pretty fucking healthy. And we got ragdoll on both lines. Like Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson were just tossing awesome guys. They're just a really, really good football team. Not saying anything nobody knows. But this was a little bit of a wake-up call for the Giants. I'm like, all right, we got where we got. You know, you alluded last week to the soft schedule towards the end. You play the Vikings team that everybody says historically is the worst fucking 13-win team ever. But you win those games. You think you got a chance. It was a, it was an ass-kicking front to back, out coach and everything. The world and, um, the world and, was uh,
1: flying high on the Giants too. I, I saw on the uh, NFL network they had a whole like montage of them saying it's the Giants, it's the Giants. They were like they were just cursing them all week like they, yeah, on back at a team like that.
0: The the line, like we said it last week, the line looked screamed take Philly. I mean, Philly punched us in the mouth. It was it, the game was literally over 3 minutes in. I mean, it, it, it was that kind of game where it just it was never close. And then you saw some things out of the Giants you haven't seen all year long. Bad, bad decision-making. Bad coaching. You know, we punted 4th and six on our own 42, down 28 to 7. And that's just pussy shit. Like, you just you have to go for it there. We're not stopping them. By the way, pretty sure the Eagles held to the ball for like the next 10 minutes after that. But before that, it's second and one, and Daniel Jones just doesn't throw the ball away. He runs out of bounds, takes a five-yard loss. And, and it's like stupid shit like that we haven't done all year. It looked like we were playing a little scared towards the end, and, and it was a good season. That's just a team we're never going to beat until we upgrade some positions. We got a lot of good stuff to build on, but that was an ass-kicking I think this Philly Niners game is going to be a lot more compelling. What was your takeaway from the Giants game? And does Daniel Jones still get thirty million dollars a year?
1: Yeah, I think he'll get paid, but uh, it's just you don't want to hear it. you don't want to hear what I said. It's what I expected, so it is. Yeah, it's just what <laughs> yeah I expected. that's cool. The only, the biggest difference I saw in the game is what we talked about on the pod. It was like the the Giants D is nothing like their defense, and and then you got to go to them. It was just like the perfect storm.
0: Yeah, I tweeted that clip out. You you literally said, I think the biggest difference in this game will be defense. And then you just told me all these stats. and You're like, the Eagles are just the best at all of them. And then it literally just transpired on the football field. And, and that was an ass-kicking, front to back. Um, now, listen, we, we, I mean, oh, that's what I was going to say. That game right there. Things really, the tides turn. Richie James Jr. dropping the wide open touchdown pass.
1: He does drop quite a few balls.
0: Plus 340 straight, and we had plus 644 parlayed with Travis Kelsey. I'm in Walmart like a crazy person (laughs) screaming my head (laughs) off. And this guy's like, you okay, sir? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good, babe. Let's go. You are a crazy
1: person. You're in fucking Walmart during the...
0: <laughs> I was going to buy a TV for the Giants game. So I went oh. and bought the TV, oh, and nice. uh, I was watching it on my phone. So <clears throat> I had to work, excuse me, I had to work, and uh, so my schedule got all jammed up, so I wasn't able to get home. But I went and got a TV, <laughs> I was I was screaming in the Walmart, but... Tough, tough game. Good season. I think I want Daniel Jones back. I want Saquon back. I heard Saquon just turned down a $12 million offer, saying he wants something closer to $16 million. Hopefully they can meet in the middle uh, and get him back. I ultimately think they will do that and get him back. Um, before we, before we uh, talk about some of the other games, I want to just talk about Kansas City real quick.
1: And uh, we can recap both of those games real quick. I mean, that's, that's pretty simple. I mean, I thought we both thought KC was going to win. And I think the only reason that it didn't cover, like we thought was because Mahomes left the game for a little while. I mean, I know Henny did, you know, lead a touchdown drive, but. It was huge. It was, it was, was,
0: I'm sorry. It was Kelsey's second TD. It was huge. It was huge for me, but you're right. The game did have the feel like it was going to kind of get away from the Jags. And then um then the then the injury happened he gets his ankle rolled up and he said get him away from me i'm going back out there so he uh <laughs> he went back out um uh, he's a gamer honey man i you could have given me a thousand guesses who the backup was i would have never guessed that
1: i don't know, I don't know. He was still playing trevor lawrence
0: uh is he gonna be a top five quarterback in the next three four years
1: yeah i mean people forget he's getting calvin ridley next year um so I mean that just gives him another elite weapon on offense, and and Ridley won't drop these passes that Kirk keeps dropping deep. So, yeah, but I I, I, like, I like his nice, outlook.
0: And Kirk's a nice player too. I mean, it'd be a, a nice compliment probably to get back on, you know, uh, you know, more of like a number two role, right? So that, I, I mean,
1: that deep ball that Lawrence threw, not many quarterbacks at all can throw that. Like Kirk should have bailed. Kirk should have caught that and just completed the play I mean that throw was too nice to go unanswered like that
0: yeah I was watching the game I was watching the game uh, Or I saw that actually highlight and that's one of those things where I forget who was saying it like you said there's only a couple of quarterbacks who make that throw and I forget how young he is too he's only yeah. 23 years old so I think like you said the AFC is, uh, is stacked with quarterbacks and we'll see what happens moving forward I, I think one thing that people keep forgetting about is Kansas city's defense is
1: fucking nasty too. Huh? Yeah, they were, they played well. I mean, it's, it's an easier matchup than they got this week, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm curious. I mean, we'll talk about both the games coming up. this Yeah. Weekend, but um, one takeaway that I, that I just have is you know, if we're going to talk about the other game real quick too, is that the Bengals D is nasty.
0: They are, they are nasty. And I got to tell you the the bills, First off, is that Damar Hamlin or is it not Damar Hamlin? What a weird series of events that whole thing was. I guess I don't know. We're not, I don't really care. But like, I mean, I hope I I don't know. <laughs> Did you see that? It was weird. They like, like he was the president. They snuck him in, they bring him up, the snow, you can't see his face anywhere. We can't get a picture with your thumbs up, something with your face. I don't know. It seemed kind of weird. Buffalo's got a real problem on their hands. Yeah. They, they they are they're going backwards they keep
1: losing and digs Josh Allen, Josh Allen looked terrible i mean looked bad so it it looks like Joey B's league right
0: now it just had all the makings of a buffalo game first off the line was how was it that easy to like Cincinnati getting six points there. I don't know. I was I was all over Buffalo. I was like, that seems it seems too good to be true. That's too many points for Joe Burrow, and they went out there and they just
1: abused them from start to finish. Um, I think they, what people underestimate is that you know there's so much Burrow talk that they don't talk about the defense. The defense is I'll go over I'll go over their stats when we get to that game this week. Their defense is unreal. Yeah.
0: And and their offensive line stepped up like we said last week. Three of the five guys just down, next man up, bully ball. I mean, yeah. they were. I, and some people say maybe the snow helped that, but I don't know any. I don't know if there's truth to that.
1: Yeah, Joe Mixon was just running people over. P okay. was running people over. Just like yeah. they were, just they went out there like you said, bully ball all the way, just start to finish ran through them
0: it was unfortunate because it looked like uh i was the games kind of sucked this weekend they, you know they really did they they there wasn't really much action that i mean i guess I guess the only thing you can take out of it for me because that eagles game sucked but
1: yeah the cowboys quite the, the last play of the game that was exciting
0: yeah i don't know when i'm gonna the start their was... play oh what the dallas game
1: Yeah, at least they ended it it with a sick trick play with Zeke playing center, getting dude. That's
0: like, it's just a fireable offense. The dumbest play of all time. What did you think was going to happen there? I mean, it it was like
1: you guys they lined up like that, so that's been practiced. Yeah, I I don't think it was practiced like that. That was weird.
0: Yeah, and McCarthy's just one day rolling in the practice, like boys huddle up. I got it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) annexation of Puerto Rico. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Listen, like I said, the games are kind of boring this week. Um, didn't love everything about them, obviously. But I think these games this this week are going to be really good. We'll talk about them in a little bit. You got anything to add to last week's games?
1: No. All
0: right. Jerry Jones probably going to have Mike McCarthy murdered, bring Sean Payton in, I would assume. That would be my guess. Uh, Real curious to see what the Giants do in the offseason as far as uh, addressing some needs, as far as signing guys draft wise. I think Dable leaving the Bills is showing. I think he was a big part of that offense over there. And and I think it's uh, the Bills are in panic mode as far as I'm concerned. That was a devastating loss. I think the Giants are, are, uh, you know, tough loss, but we got a lot to be looking forward to. Hopefully we get some things worked out. But that was football. We're gonna cover some stuff in a little while. But Ryan, this week in the world, it's cr- it's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy. All right. All right? Let's,
1: let's go. Ready? Ryan. Let's see if I've heard of it.
0: This week in the world. All right. Couple of things. Alec Baldwin. Did you hear about this? He's being no, I have
1: not heard about Alec Baldwin since he killed someone. He's being charged with manslaughter. Oh, so it's related to that. Damn.
0: Yeah. So here's the thing. I thought, like, I had to check and see if this was real because I didn't think you could be held accountable, like, on a Hollywood set and you're acting and someone gives you a prop and it's a loaded gun and shoots someone. Apparently, you can't. Yeah. So... Do you know the story? Obviously, if that's what happened, somebody a a, a loaded gun somehow got on set. And yeah, unfortunately, that. killed this woman, and it's 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 uh it's bad and it's not good. But I feel like they're asking the wrong questions. Like, I'm not a huge Alec Baldwin fan or anything like that. But how is this guy on the hook for that? Like, that could have been anyone. I think maybe it is because,
1: like, like you said too. Like, you're not a big Alec Baldwin guy. I'm not either. Like, I think he's kind of a lunatic anyway. So, like, maybe. I'm not saying like that he did it well, he, on purpose. I'm just saying that maybe it's because he's crazy, like no one no one really likes him. So like they're not gonna really fight for him to not get charged with this because he's not really a great person. So like
0: sure. Like when OJ got caught like robbing casinos and they were like, ah, let's just give him the max, because he kind of <laughs> got away with one back in the day. Yeah, know? Like, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. But listen, I kind of I I, I don't know like how it works, but like I had, like the first question that popped in my head. I was like, "Wait, they use real guns?" And I was like, "Well, no, they can't use real guns. People be dying left and right." So there's some shady Yeah, how's a prop
1: gun, gun even allowed to be loaded? Yeah, like, should not Should be blocked.
0: Why is it not tested? Why is it? Why is it? Why is there any live ammo on a Hollywood set? Period. Like that, it's not. I don't know why Alan Baldwin. I don't know. I I thought it was crazy when I saw the headline.
1: Um. Haven't people died like doing their own stunts and stuff too? So I would imagine they had to sign something that said, like, they're a part of this. You know, if something were to go wrong, I know you don't think about that when using a prop gun, but like, I would have thought that everyone had enough paperwork in these big movies to like not have any liability
0: all the paperwork in the world nobody's gonna be like we're gonna shoot you and you're like all right just where's the dotted line i don't <laughs> think you think you're working with a live bullet no that's you know, don't you don't.
1: but like i don't know i don't know it's, yeah, that's a yeah. tough that's a tough one Sh- should it be if he had nothing to do with it then why would it well, be man-slaughter?
0: well no he's the one who pulled the trigger
1: so well, no he is but like that's you know yeah, I guess that's the thing. That's that's a that's a sticky situation. It's that's fucking so weird, right? Yeah,
0: I don't know. I I saw that. Like I said, not a. I'm not going to be uh, campaigning for Alec Baldwin or anything. I think if like you money. were,
1: I mean, if you were in the other, if you were in the family of the person who died, then you'd want some sort of justice. Like, so there has if, to be someone's got to pay for that.
0: So apparently, there's enough. Uh, I, I guess there is a lawsuit uh,
1: the, that those folks did file.
0: Um, Cause like you said, there's enough of like shady shit going on that they can claim maybe malice is the word or whatever ill intent. I don't know. I don't, I'm a dumb person, but it's something that there's enough there to where they're like, what the fuck's going on here? You know, we want to get paid. We want some answers. And I, and honestly, I would want some answers next fucking prop. Like that, like some next gun, somebody gives me in a show. I'd be a little nervous. I don't know we'll start game. a new reality
1: show um 30 to life rock 30 to life. <laughs> nice nice Paul. nice Thank pull. You.
0: excuse me this, this one is a um uh, this is this one's sports related Aaron judge was on Jimmy Fallon
1: and I know oh, you didn't cute. see this yeah because nobody watches that junk anymore but i saw it on twitter shit's on way too i i've been <laughs> sleeping for hours when that show comes on i'm not a big
0: jimmy fallon like i i like jimmy fallon i don't but i don't like i don't those shows just suck to me they're like so quirky now they're so cookie cutter and i kind of liked
1: it way more yeah when he was like very young and coked out on snl that's when i enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah
0: that's 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 the jimmy highlight like. listen aaron aaron judges on fallon and he's getting the basic questions that you get being a New York uh, Yankee and a captain and all this stuff. But he, he tells a fun little story about Anthony Rizzo was basically recruiting him through the process. And I guess Anthony Rizzo has a dog named Kevin and Aaron Judge has a dog named Penny and they're like best friends. And he just kept sending them selfies or like pictures of the dogs together like, the whole time he was, you oh, know, going awesome. through the contract process. So, he was like, you know, Rizzo Rizzo, knew what to do. He wouldn't say anything. He would just send a picture of the dogs. Like, literally, the dogs running in Yankee Stadium with the backdrops says Yankee Stadium. It's fucking cool, but I like that. I thought that was funny. Do you think Aaron Judge hit 60 home runs or more this year?
1: Oh, man. 60's a lot. It is. Yeah, I mean, if he stays healthy... And plays in New York for half the games. I think, yeah, he can hit sixty. Yeah,
0: that's my thought. Why the fuck not? I can't. You yeah. can't expect it, but why not? Who? Who's, we'll
1: see. Um, I got the Yankees as a last leg uh, futures. Win the World Series this year. I have the Niners, the Celtics, and the Bruins, and the Yankees. Okay. All your respective titles is for a lot of money. That's- I don't. I don't think it'll hit, but it's. But it. You know, well, hey, it'd be kind of a weird thing to hang on and like. Talk to you about should I cash out or not if the three hit before baseball's over?
0: Well, Ryan, listen—you never know because I got to tell you that this next thing in the world is kind of like that. Did you see the video of this kid had the five-dollar bet? That yeah, 10, yeah. Seventy-two grand. I love seeing. Good for it. him,
1: dude. If you this... remember my, if you remember my freaking oh, because did you see the other kid too? Did it all tight ends? yeah that's that's what I did last week I did all tight ends last week and of course Hawkinson goes for like 130 and can't score but yeah yeah man
0: no that That was was, that was that was that was one of the coolest things that I love seeing that kind of shit and he looked pretty young too and people suck because they're tweeting about because he said something about it's life-changing money and they're like it's not life-changing money grow up junior And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Okay. It is life changing money to this kid. I changed my
1: life because of it. Like, you can easily, you can easily change your life with that kind of money.
0: Absolutely. It's not, it's not life changing money in the sense where you retire, but shut the fuck up. I hate when people try and on people's parades. I was pumped for the kid. He looks young. He got these assholes like, good luck with the gambling habits. Like, fuck you. It was $5. Okay. (laughs)
1: That's so, the old, the old uh, AG in in New York, Schneiderman. He was a total douche, and he like when they were trying to bring DFS back here. He was like, his quote was, "Not on my watch." Yeah, fuck it's like, okay, bud, cool. Yeah, okay. so you hate money? Okay, got it.
0: Listen, the last thing I was gonna say is, um, so that got me thinking. What's your biggest score like on the lowest bet you've ever made before?
1: Mm, i don't know i'd have to look that up it's probably in like it's probably in like nascar and something random like on like a three dollar entry or something winning like a couple grand so
0: back in the day i might have i, I actually you probably know this and i buddy i probably said this i probably said this somewhere but me and my buddy back when i was working at the golf course we had a one dollar quick pick on the belmont six eight four nine you still remember yeah. it so and, it, and we split uh, almost 20 grand on a one dollar ticket.
1: That's insane. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it was a and it was a quick pick. It was the year Guitar one, fucking big number on top. Um, but we had it. And it was the year Big Brown kind of it was yeah came up lane and we didn't even realize that we hit it because we, we played everything together and we had Big Brown in everything. And I was like motherfucker. And then we loved the horse because we saw it at Saratoga when it first fu- finally came out. And then the thing comes up lame, so you're kind of sad, but then you lose all your bets. And then he's like, Do you check those quick picks? <laughs> and I was like, uh, holy fuck, we won. Oh, and,
1: that's uh, crazy.
0: Yeah, it, it, it got me thinking that that $5.72k, it was like one of the first things I thought of. But
1: you and I, do you remember when you came over to my house one time and we, we turned right back around and went to the track because you realized you hit once we got home? It's like <laughs> yeah. turned on OPG, like, oh, we gotta go back. Gotta yep, back. I
0: do, yeah. I do remember that. Listen, that's what's going on this week in the world, Ryan. Some more fun topics, not a uh, not not so much terrorist driven this week. Yeah, um, that's good. Listen, let's talk about uh let's talk about the Niners Phillies, okay?
1: Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Tell me what you're uh,
0: thinking.
1: I got some of my usual, you know, stats I pulled and stuff like that. I really just tried to look at kind of what stood out the most to me. Um, okay, okay. so I'll just I'll just kind of rattle off some stuff, and then we can talk about it. Um, both of these defenses, like we were already talking about the defenses, but both are top 10 in the fewest, you know, pass CDs allowed a game. They're both top three in, you know, defensive interceptions per game. Um, the Niners have allowed the fourth fewest rushing yards per game to opposing QBs, which I thought was very important when you're playing someone like Hertz. Again, that's schedule dependent, too, because you might not have played a lot of running quarterbacks, but. Um, I thought it was worth noting at least, um, and they're number one in rush yards allowed, uh, and rush yards, um, per attempt in the NFL as well. So I think that kind of goes along with them stopping quarterbacks as well. Um, one thing I did notice the Eagles are 11th in rush yards allowed per game, but they're 16th in rush yards allowed per attempt. I think you can kind of move the ball on the ground against them a little bit. Uh, whereas, as I just said, they kind of shut down the opposing team's passing games. Um the 49ers um allow the second fewest rush TDs allowed per game. That goes along with their good run D. Uh Eagles are bottom 10 in rush TDs allowed per game. Um so again, I think you can run on them a little bit, especially in the red zone, should you get there. Um in the 49ers, though, this is where you can also beat their defense. So it's kind of like the tale of two worlds. They're bottom 10 in receptions and receiving yards allowed per game. So it's kind of like what I've noticed is Maybe the Niners can run on the Eagles, and maybe the Eagles can pass on the Niners. That would be, I think, their two best paths to move the ball. Um, you just got to wonder what the Eagles' game plan is because they they do like to run, um, and they like to move quick. The number one pace that like I talked about last week with the Niners are 26 in neutral pace. So it's like a clash of two different styles here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm curious to see how well, like, I think if there's anything that Philly's kind of been, like, ugh, a little bit is the run you know, like they've had a little bit of trouble stopping the run and you got some dogs who can run on that team. I know you said McCaffrey's a little nicked up here, but you got Debo, you got Kittle who can, you know, run those quick little slants where it basically feels like a run, but I'm torn on this game. I think this is going to be a game where I'm going to end up betting it late in the in the week, like probably like right before kickoff, just because I don't know. It might be a game I only play touchdown plays because I, I'm both of these games I'm terrified of. But yeah. the 49ers, I am really curious to see their front four up against that offensive line of the Eagles. And I think that's going to be like Old school football. Who wins in the trenches? Who? Because here's the other thing: Jalen Hurts can run, and they're gonna get to him. You know, I, it's not gonna be like the Giants game last week where uh, Lane Johnson had just just dummy Thibodeau and just he couldn't do anything. No sacks, no pressures, no nothing on like sixty snaps or something crazy like that. So he looks fully healthy again. For me, I think that's where the game's gonna be won. Is you know. Is there going to be the big play? I, I, I'm sure there will be, but I think it's going to be who controls the ball. And I think it's going to be the defensive line, the offensive line. I think that 49ers defensive line is going to be uh, be the difference if they win the game. If not, I think it's the offensive line who, who controls it for, for Philly. So I'm torn in this game. This feels like an under bet to me. It feels oh, yeah. like an under
1: bet. All it's over the bet. under here. I think uh, this could be worse than Cowboys Niners. I mean, this is like. This is just two great defenses, and the Niners are going to, like you said, keep the ball out of their hands. They play slow, going to run the clock down, and especially when on a team where you can't pass as much. Plus, you got the other factor. You have Brock Purdy on the road in Philly. You're going to want to take the ball out of his hands. And, and I think
0: you're going to have to wear these guys down too, right? I mean, yeah. I think you're going to have to commit to the run, and I think that's one of the strengths of – philly and it's one of the strengths of san Fran. so minus two and a half over under 46 feels like a lot of points how do you feel about brock purdy traveling
1: to philly that's what i that's what i'm saying i don't not good i mean he did he did win in seattle in a must-win game but that's a little that's different than this because seattle's defense is trash that's like philly's
0: weird cousin Seattle it's not quite the same thing yeah it's
1: like it's a rowdy crowd um divisional game on the road when you had to win it was a tough spot no one no quarterback likes traveling to Seattle but their defense is terrible like our offense can manhandle that defense our offense can't manhandle this defense I mean this is they're good everywhere so It'll be interesting to see. That's that's also why I was saying I hope Christian McCaffrey's healthy because I think you're gonna need a heavy, heavy dose of CMC, Debo, and Mitchell running the ball. Um, and so we'll see what they come up with. We'll see too. Shanahan kind of let the playbook loose a little bit in the second half last week. First half he was super, super conservative.
0: I was gonna say I've gotten the mix quite a bit uh in that game as well. And I mean, what what when you talk about like guy for guy. You know, offense versus defense. I think this is a. I think this is going to be a matchup where someone's going to have to make a play. Like, I think this is going to be a really good football game. I can see it being like 20 to 17, like that kind of feel, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I
1: think it'll be just like the game they just played. I mean, just two defenses battling it out. So, it's going to come down to who makes the mistakes and who doesn't. Who capitalizes on things?
0: I'm going to ask it's- you a tough question, Ryan, okay? Game ends around 6.30, 7 o'clock. What do you think the score is? What did Brock Purdy do? What's your Ryan's prediction? I mean, what are you thinking? What are you hoping? I, know what you're hoping. Uh, I, hope,
1: I hope that Purdy wouldn't need to do much. I mean, if he can throw for, you know, maybe 200 yards, maybe, and, and just maybe one TD and then maybe put one in, not him, but the team scores another TD on the ground or something throughout the game. Uh, that'd be fine. I do think. I wonder what his interception props are because I wouldn't be surprised if he threw one here. Just a really tough spot. If they go down, you there's a shot he could throw a pick. You know, throwing more in the second half. Um, I, I don't know. It's just a very tough spot for him, and he's thrown some really crazy passes where he might have some more interceptions. Have these defenders held onto the ball? Diggs could have. Diggs could have picked one off last week. Um, the one that got tipped, wasn't necessarily Purdy's fault, although he did rip it into a lineman's forehead off the line. But, um, you know, they went right through Diggs' hands. I mean, things like that. I think plays like that are what's going to change this game. You know, Warner gets the tipped interception. Diggs doesn't. If that goes the other way this this week, it could be the, the Eagles. But I will say on DraftKings, they offer – uh, what's called like super bets they're like the teasers that i've been doing they ought to do a 10 point super and a 13 point monster and to me there's a ton of value on these numbers um, because they only have it at like you can do you can tease these games 13 points at minus 140 which makes no sense like if you go on another site say you go on FanDuel and you tease these games by 13 points you're you're like over minus 200 like it's not even it's not even worth looking at right. and so you can do the under here You can do the Niners, and you get it at – like, the Niners would be plus 15.5. The over-under for this game would be 58.5. Yeah. And you can throw one thing – or both things in in the other game, too. You know, whatever side you like, and then I guess we'll talk about, like, the over-under there. But –
0: Yeah, we're going to get into the other game. I I mean, I know it's a loaded question I asked you, but that's what I was, I I think it's like, I hate to keep saying, it's going to be battle in the trenches. I think it's going to be, you know, my gut gambling wise says I'm going to bet the 49ers has nothing to do with, you know, giants loss or anything like that really doesn't just, you know, I I think a big percentage of the country is going to be on Philly. I don't, you know, I, I don't know, but. There's a good reason. Good percentage of the country was on. You know, the public was a winner last week, you know. So yeah. There could be more of that this week. Uh before
1: this is I just want to say real quick, like to me, this is similar to last week, though, where it's like you have two great teams and a lot of people were on Dallas, even though the Niners were the favorite there. But if you look at all the underlying stats, like which is a lot of DVOA stuff that I look at, um, that has all been adjusted for the defenses they played. The 49ers have been better than the Eagles. They are right now on offense and defense, right at this moment. So I don't think personally, I mean, I know I'm a fan, but I think it should be a pick'em. I don't I don't agree with them. I think the Niners are a little better. So typically you're two and a half to three points for being home. I I guess I guess then you are saying it's a pick'em, but that I don't makes know. Sense. Yeah, that makes I think sense. the Niners though are two and a half to three points better. So then you give them their points, it should be just a pick'em.
0: That's fair, and I think I think uh, I mean both coaches really good, but I think a lot of people would give Shanahan the nod for you know experience, this that and the other, what he's done with a, with any quarterback really, and like you said, opening up the playbook. There's going to be stuff I think both of these teams are going to do that they've been, they've been saving for each other. So I think we might see some craziness. I think, but I I really do ultimately think this is going to be like a snot nose kind of game. I could be wrong, but I think it's just going to be. You know, uh, a dogfight out there. But the last
1: time, uh, the last time AJ Brown put the Niners, too, I'll say this, he ate them alive. So, uh, same type of defense here going against him. I uh, just, you know, he's one guy that we're not built to cover. So we'll, yeah. see, we'll see how they use him.
0: And those guys, that's why Philly's dangerous. They've been like this all season and. You know, I think we all kind of got a little bit like, well, maybe they're hurt. Lane Johnson, Jalen Hurts. You should get them early. You should get them now. Now they're pretty fucking good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, They're yeah. pretty
0: good. And I think you guys are going to have your hands full. I think it's going to be a really good game. I just see the Niners somehow pulling this one out. I don't know why. I just feel it. I feel it in my bones. So oh, I- I'm, I I'm, 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 I'm leading Niners, but I'm all, I'm, I will be betting the under. That's for sure. Yeah, um, I would just
1: take I would just take the money line. Then I'll say that because <laughs> I think you get a little better number on it than the two and a half. Unless it gets to three, then you take that extra half point.
0: Yep, yep. If I if I do bet the if I do bet uh, if I do bet the game, I'll definitely buy the half. I, I wanted at the three for sure. Yeah. But listen, before we get into um, Bengals Kansas City, we got some Orion's random thoughts. It's a big hit. Everyone loves Ryan's Random Thoughts, your big, crazy brain of yours. What do you got for us today, Bobby Ganoosh? You're a weird guy, Ace. Weird guy.
1: Yeah, I am weird, huh? I, I think I got a couple good ones this week. Um, Speaking
0: of weird, somebody commented today on my Twitter asking me if I'm into pegging. So, so I, I'm not. You know, I'm not kick-shaming, but... Uh, that was pretty random. I was giving out basketball picks, and then uh, here comes that question from yeah. the left field. So Sorry. Sorry. I don't mean to get you off track there.
1: No, that's all right. I'll say this. Uh, I guess this will be my first one. It's kind of just a quick statement, but then we can see what you think about it, but Alyssa always makes fun of me because uh, I call, like, we have, like, Carmex because my lips, like, split a little bit, and I call it lip gloss. Is that bad? Yeah, no, lip gloss is for girls, dude. <laughs> is that what she says yeah she says What? why do you keep calling it that it's so weird and creepy you have
0: to stop actually just, <laughs> oh, where's
1: my Alex like screaming like where's my lip gloss because lip- you're
0: also I, like, I know yeah. how you are you're also the dude who will walk into a CVS know that you don't know where that is and just grab the first person you see who works there and be like do you know where the lip gloss is <laughs> yeah and exactly you're be, Like you're, and they're going to be like aisle 4 it's 2023 so no one's going to bat an eye but um, yeah, is there? So it's funny you say this. My lips have been trapped like crazy. It's winter in New York, you know. It's how it goes. You... A lot of people think chapstick's just a big fucking scant, and it makes your lips more chapped. Where do you where do you fit on that? Do I mean, you use lip gloss? Like no, Carmex not... Carmex
1: lip gloss like instantly heals them. It's the best thing in the world.
0: Is it glow? Is it like glittery? <laughs> <Is> it <laughs> being... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I, just, I just picture nah. you walking around your house like gold dust. Yeah, <laughs> you
1: know I mean? yeah, exactly. I got with one of Max's robes on I get out of the shower. <laughs> no, so, it's it's um, it's it's just like per, it's. I don't know if it's like the beeswax type stuff or whatever you call it, but I mean, it is like instant. Like you put that on, it closes anything up. It makes them feel nice and smooth. Like after a couple hours, they're like perfect again. It's insane. so. Burt's Bees is what you're thinking of and oh, and
0: Anybody who's ever told me Like about the big chapstick Conspiracy theory They they swear by that stuff like you're saying With the CarMax stuff Are you saying CarMax?
1: Car- isn't that a website? I feel like I'm it's where right to cars. CarMax I think I have no idea yeah, what I you're talking about I have some right here I have I'm Blistex, so I, have Blistex. Blistex. <laughs> I have Blistex on my desk here I have CarMax over by my uh, lazy boy Oh,
0: you keep that thing on you. I just got this because my lips are chapped. You're loaded up. I like it. No, you. I
1: need my gloss all the time. <laughs> all right.
0: Yeah, that is a pretty. I mean, it's not. It's just you can call it whatever you want. I my lips, like I said, I get the Bliss one because, like I said, I feel like it. Uh, now it does say lip
1: balm on here, and I would. Yeah, you it. got the blue one right there. That's what I got. Yeah, it says medicated lip balm.
0: Yeah, I would never refer to that as lip gloss ever.
1: Mm. I'm also not a 15 year old girl,
0: so <laughs> you
1: know, all right, that's fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Because I just, you know, if no one else does it, I guess that makes me unique.
0: That's all right, yeah, you're a trend bud. What else we got?
1: Well, let's just stay here then, because this is something that I think is weird, but maybe other people don't. I don't, I don't know. Um, my grandma. Pulls her stove out to clean behind it, to vacuum behind it. I didn't even know a stove could move.
0: <laughs> so, you mean like pulling the whole unit
1: out to like. She's she's 80 and pulls <laughs> that shit out and cleans behind it.
0: Well, how. So, a couple things. So, some of them, you know, you can do that and you can pull them back, but it's mostly like older homes, I feel
1: like. This, this is, is Grandma. It's new, new oven, new. Yeah. Well, I mean, her house isn't that new, but it's it's only, it's only 20 years old and that's it's crazy. like a new stove. Maybe she requested wheels. I don't know. <laughs> but She did it before that too.
0: <clears throat> I don't know. I think that's like a couple of things. I think it's like an old school mentality. Like you clean your shit, you take care of it. It lasts longer. Um, yeah. Now this is probably going to blow your mind, Ryan. People do move their bed sometimes and vacuum under there or slide the couch away and vacuum Holy under there. Shit. I don't know if you're familiar with that move, but that also uh, is
1: something people do. I guess I mean, yeah, I don't want to sound like we're just dirty here, but we don't really we don't really move a lot of furniture when we clean. <laughs> And like we I think we keep a clean house, but we're not we're not rearranging everything to vacuum. There's Dude, too much going on.
0: Your house is very clean and you have kids too. But yeah, no, that is something I think I think the stove is, I think if we pulled it or pulled it, I don't think a lot of people are doing that. I think grandma's just kind of setting her ways.
1: All right. I think we will put a poll out when we release this pot. I'll put a poll right on the on the tweet. <laughs> I want to see. <laughs> I want to see how many people are doing this. I think some people will lie too, because they would be like, "Oh yeah, I, oh yeah, I clean that shit." Too. Yeah, yeah. Well,
0: that's like, yeah, that's yeah, that's for sure. Listen, you said let's stay right here. Did you have another thought? that Grandma popped in your mind.
1: Um. Well, no. There's one. So this isn't really random, but another funny story about her cleaning. Uh, I guess it is a random story for people who just don't know me or her or anything. But my dad told me that like. The, one of the first times he went over to meet her, um, like, they knocked on the door. Walk, my mom was leading, so she like walks right in her house, and he's like, Rye, Grandma was vacuuming the wall. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what like, what do you mean? What do you mean? like, she had the vacuum on the wall, vacuuming the wall. Like, you- i don't even know but i mean maybe that's why i thought she was always just like a you know a neat freak so like i didn't think i thought the oven thing was weird but then you know i have heard that it, it might happen in other homes so dude well listen i
0: mean like it's um, i remember some plastic on the furniture at grandma and grandpa's house and there's there was like it was just different back then i think you did like Washing walls is another thing people do. Like, you know, they wash their walls and things like that. Like, I I think it's more of an old school mentality thing of, uh, you know, take care of your shit. Vacuuming walls is, you know, kudos to your father for sticking that one out. That would have been fun. Yeah, but
1: that's pretty good. You got anything? (laughs) You've got anything else? I got one more. This one is, I mean, it's not that great. When you get sick, do you just like like most of the time? I'll just drink Dayquil and Nyquil, like that's it. Yeah, <laughs> so Is couple it.
0: things. I get super pissed off when I get sick. Like I'm not, I'm not a healthy person. I'm getting healthier. I'm being better about myself, but I smoke and I all that shit. Whatever. Um, I get I get literally upset when I'm sick. Like I feel like a huge pussy that like a cold got me, feeling like I can't do something. And I will just now. I'm lucky in this sense of like I don't have I don't have kids, so I don't have to be I if I can pound some Nyquil and just go to bed at eight o'clock if I want to. You know what I mean? And that shit helps. So yes is the
1: answer. Um, I love that you feel that way. Like if you saw a cold walking down the street, you'd be like what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> yeah,
0: just just a huge. Keep it just. I don't know. You like you don't want to call out of work because you have a fucking stuffy nose, but you're like you don't want to get anybody else sick. And, I, and, and, and you know, I'm not calling it work
1: or anything, but you know what I mean. I just don't. I don't like. You've don't. gone, but you've gone on a big day cool night cool bender. Fucking hey. Does it give you? Does it <laughs> yeah. give you gas? What's that? Does it give you gas?
0: Oh no, no, not at all. Is it blowing you up?
1: Yeah, if I go on a day cool night cool <laughs> bender. My farts are fucking unbearable, like unbearable. <laughs> I probably ripped a hole in this this thing down here, when I was sick for that one that one week a while ago. You
0: should look into washing walls, then. Like honestly, yeah, <laughs> yeah I probably should. Oh, yeah,
1: you're right. No, that's probably I- why my lips were cracking. <laughs>
0: yeah, they're, they're they're trying to get off of your yeah. body and get out. Pink outside.
1: eye, cracked lips, crazy. Kind of. <laughs> I uh,
0: yeah, no, that I've never had. I didn't even know that's a side effect for people. Is that
1: dayquil and nyquil? It's got to be
0: because there's no Why do you keep saying well, you Why do you keep saying dayquil nyquil? Are you taking like you're just pounding the dayquil during the day and then pounding the nyquil at night? Is that what you're saying?
1: Well, I take I take the recommended doses. <laughs> but I do yeah, dayquil in the day and nyquil out at, at night. So do you use the little cups?
0: Do you do you use the little cup that it gives you? Yeah. What a pussy. You just
1: got to <laughs> drink that shit out of the bottle like a fucking grown ass man, dude. Uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know. Maybe that's, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you no. don't know if it gives you gas because you don't even follow the direction. That's
0: a, that's actually, I was just going to say that's actually fair because there's a couple times where I've done that. And I, I'm i like the most fidgety person on the fucking planet. I can't sit as I'm touching my head. I can't sit still. And when I sleep, I'm all over the place. I'm like an alligator doing the fucking death roll.
1: When I take that so you, shit, gotta get, you gotta get a sleep machine. Just get it. Dude, Change when
0: it. I, I sleep like a baby. When I take when I take that shit, dude, I will wake up in the same fucking position I laid down in. I'm like, you know, King Cut in his tomb. I'm just fucking out, dude. It's just yeah. So yeah, I've been there. I've done that. Yeah. Right. Well listen. That's all,
1: that's all I really got this week then.
0: <laughs> that was excellent. I I think how is grandma? Grandma doing good?
1: Yeah, Grandma's doing good. Just turned 80.
0: That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. Listen, again, all jokes aside, maybe look into washing some walls there, Chief. Uh, <laughs> listen, Brian, we just talked a little bit about your random thoughts. I wanted to let everybody know we're moving to Wednesdays, right? So this is going to be out on Wednesday. Moving forward, we're going to record on Tuesdays. couple of reasons why, right? One football season is winding down, and college fo- uh, college basketball is ramping up. And we felt like it would be better to get clips out and talk about stuff that's coming up. You know, Tuesdays are big nights, uh, Wednesdays, Thursdays. College basketball is basically going to be on now from here until, you know, April. So we thought it made the most sense. We'll get this stuff out during the week. The weekend's tough. Not everybody's listening to shit. Not everyone's paying attention to stuff. The football games are there there. So we thought it would make more sense when football comes back, you know, next year, we may move it back, but for the foreseeable future, we're going to be doing Wednesdays. And a big part of that is because of college basketball, Ryan, I know you've been dipping your toe in the college basketball. You said it earlier, eight and one the other day. Um, I'm on a nice little run. I've had a bad little, I have a nice record. I think I'm 24 and 17, but I've had a little rough stretch over the last week and a half uh what what are you looking forward to this college basketball season i've i have fell back in love with college basketball over like the last four or five years and i mm-hmm. think the nil is going to make college basketball better kids are staying a lot longer what are you looking forward to this college basketball season what do you got amigo?
1: man it's always it's always march madness i love the conference tournaments and march madness i mean that's that's what it's all about i I'm a little upset back when I was placing those. uh, Remember, like it was like maybe episode one or two of this. I was placing some college futures to win March Madness. And at that time, I think Purdue was (laughs) in the double digits to win it all, at least like maybe 15 or 20 to one, something like that. And I I wanted to bet it. I didn't. And now you can't find that anywhere.
0: Texas was another one you sent me. It was right after. uh, I placed that one. Yeah, it's right after the coach got fired. I took them tonight minus eight. Um, I thought, what was that like six to one?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll pull it up right now because I got some good numbers out there on Texas and I think Xavier as well. Well, listen, uh,
0: while you're pulling that stuff up, one thing I wanted to talk about, and uh, I, I, you know, I touched on it a little bit. I'm really excited about college basketball because I think the NIL money and the transfer portals and all that kind of stuff, and kids being able to bounce around. You're going to get kids staying in school longer. You're getting to remember who these kids are. You start to realize who's on each other's team. It's not the one and done like it was these years ago. You still have it. But the majority of these kids are sticking around because they're making good money. And I think what you're seeing in college basketball now is the blue blood programs aren't necessarily your blue blood programs anymore. I mean – the top five ranked, I mean, you got Purdue, you got Kansas State, you got Duke is nowhere to be found. UNC nowhere to be found. You have, you know, UCLA's in the mix, Arizona's in the mix. But you're seeing a lot more parity in this college basketball game. And I think that's a reason I'm really starting to like it. And that Texas future is, a, is, is one I'm liking as well.
1: Yeah, Texas, I, I pull it up here. I got them uh, 40 to one when I got them. Um, and I think they're ranked 10th in the country now, um, I got Xavier who's ranked 13th in the country. Now they are, and I think these teams are like even better. If you look at like Pomeroy stuff, um, I got Xavier 65 to one, um, trying to look on the other, uh, some other sites just real quick to see what else I popped out there. But I think these are like crazy value for you are talking top 15 teams in the country, um, why are why are these I know it's hard to win the tournament, obviously, but I mean it's kind of nuts. Well uh, the, th- the thing, these numbers.
0: I think it I think it's because it is wide open. I mean, now don't get me wrong. I, the you have Baylors, you have well not Kansas, Kansas, but they won last year. You still have your teams that are gonna come out there and show up, and you're gonna still have the the 13 to ones and plays like that. But I think the value is in taking a shot at some of these longer pr- Prices because college basketball is just changing. Like, you're going to see an Iowa State make a run. You're going to see, you know, a a, 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 a TCU, somebody like that. Yeah, you know, dude. schools like that where you can get a good number on them, it's worth taking a shot, in my opinion. I,
1: I got Iowa State at 100 to 1.
0: Fucking hey, dude. They're fucking 15th in the country, right?
1: They're 12th in the country. They're country. To one yeah. to win. Yeah, I took. The I took New Mexico who I think is 25th and have two awesome players too, which I like targeting teams that have awesome players like that 200 to one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's a lot of futures, <laughs> but if you just need one of those, to hit, that's, perfect well,
1: that's, future. I mean, you don't have to put a lot of money on these at all. Like these can be just like not like a 10th of a unit or something like that because they're going to pay 10 plus or 20, you know, it doesn't, you just sprinkle these in there. And so I probably played, what, six or seven of them that I think yeah. just don't make any sense at all. And then when yeah. we get to tournament time, I can still put, like, two of my favorites in there and still profit really well, even if the favorites win. So, like, it's – I love yeah. taking flowers like this because you'll see, just like Purdue, the number just gets chopped in half immediately. And it's and- crazy.
0: Purdue Purdue's one of those teams that, you know, Zach is an absolute fucking machine, best player in the country. Whoa, why is my phone t- typing for me?
1: Stop it. I got Auburn, who's 15th in the country, 120 to 1. I mean, this is like, I would, if anyone's, you know, whoever's listening well, to this, if you can well, get any of these say, large hoopers well, anywhere, go get them.
0: Yeah, you can. But like you said, I mean, the thing that scares me, Purdue's a team where they're good, best player in the country, but they're also one of those teams where they don't cover <laughs> ever. Like, I have them against Minnesota. Like, they cover in certain spots, but they're, 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 It feels like sometimes they get punched in the face and then they come back and beat a team like a Michigan State by a bucket here or there. They're a team who can be beat, but I think down tournament time, like you said, having having some guys, having a couple dudes, makes a big difference. The Lobos last night, I had Nevada in that game, minus three and a half. They played good. They got Mashburn, who shoots the lights out for, for the Lobos. And they've got they've got a re, they got some dogs over there, and they've got like tournament guys, good fast guards who control the game, make buckets, and that's we see it every. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like
1: any any like guy who can go off at any time can upset a team. So
0: well, we remember seeing it with Jelly Walker last year. Jelly Walker goes crazy, and then you got you got uh, you know, Nashburn gives you similar vibes to him. A team that I love betting on in college basketball is Illinois. Illinois is a team I I rock with quite a bit. I I did bet against them the other day when Indiana beat them at home. I just feel like I got a pretty good read on them. Uh, That's a team I'm going to be looking at for some value down the road. and uh, I'm excited to be talking about some college basketball here moving forward with you. You You got anything else to add? I know you wanted to get those futures out.
1: No, that's great. And when we get to March Madness, uh, maybe you and I can we can do a live show and uh, do a couple brackets or something. It'd be fun.
0: Absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna definitely do some fun stuff like that. We are gonna start doing more interviews here. Like I said, we're just getting our feet underneath us. Uh, we do have some big plans, big interviews coming up. We gotta we gotta reach back out to Nick Mangle. We got a little bit of an update on that. We'll see what's going on there. And then, Ryan. Like I said, we talked a little bit about hoops, but let's talk about this Bengals-Kansas City game. The line is moving all over the place. Patrick Mahomes, how hurt is he? Does Joey B even give a fuck? Because all he does is beat this Kansas City football team. You talked about Kansas City's defense. What is your prediction for this game? I don't know if I can bet against Joe Burrow again, but Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league.
1: What do I do? Yeah, I don't know. I just think again. I, I go back to this this monster teaser that they let you do and still bet it at minus one forty. It it shouldn't. I don't think it should be allowed. You can get the Bengals here at like what were they? I think when I looked, they were minus one and a half. So you tease that thirteen points. You're looking great. Get it over ten points. Um, that'd probably be the side I'd go if I'm teasing. I really, if this is for personal reasons, I'm in a survivor league. And you can't choose the same team twice uh, once you hit the playoffs. And I've already used the Bengals and I've already used the Eagles. So I think I'm going to use the Chiefs this week and try and save the Niners for the Super Bowl and just make it the best Sunday ever if it hits. But um, we'll see. I, I don't know. So for all my own personal reasons, I want the Chiefs to win. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's If Mahomes is hurt. And I just listed uh, all these reasons about why the, um, let me, I'll pull them up right now. So I didn't, I didn't list them, but here's, what you got? we talked about it, but I got a couple stats here. I can list for you. Um, like Casey, they've allowed the most TD passes per game this year. That's not good when you're uh, playing Burrow and, and all of his weapons. That's terrible news. Uh, Cincinnati has allowed the third fewest TD passes per game. That's bad news for the Chiefs, who, even with a healthy Mahomes, they throw more than any other team um, all the time. Uh, like more passing over expected rate of, of passing. They're number one in that. Uh, also in the red zone as well, they throw a ton. Um, Cincinnati top five in rush yards allowed per per attempt. Um, I mean, it's just this defense just really matches up well against Kansas City. One thing I noticed Cincinnati is worse versus the tight ends than they are in receivers but they're still top 10 and TDs allowed a game to tight end so you take away Mahomes number one option uh in the red zone that makes it a little harder as well and then I think this was very telling of how they play in the red zone is that Cincinnati's allowing the third most field goal attempts per game um I don't think that happens if you're letting teams score touchdowns and uh one example of that is Kansas City uh they're the complete opposite end of that letting teams Uh, They don't No teams kick because they don't need to. They either they drive down and score or, or that they don't they punt. You know, it's like I think the Bengals defense, everything they do matches up perfectly against this team. And then you add in Mahomes might be a little injured. I don't know, man. I think I'm on the Bengals side, too. Like It took me a while to wake up, but I start looking at these numbers and it's like I can't find one number. And I'm a big data dork where I would say. Besides the Chiefs being at home and having Andy Reid and Mahomes, I can't find a number that's like, "Oh, yeah, they're definitely going to win this game." I, th- I just, I think I'm on the Bengals side. Well,
0: you got to ask yourself, how hurt is Pat Mahomes, and is a uh, 80% Pat Mahomes somebody who's still wildly dangerous? Yes, he sure is. So the other thing is too is this is going to be a big touchdown, Tony, Tony touchdown game. Um, I think T. Higgins gets in the end zone, and I think McKinnon gets in the end zone. I think they're going to be really cautious with his ankle. He's playing. Okay. They're going to shoot him up. They're going to wrap it tight. He's going to be okay. The scrambling for the first downs here and there, the extra 30, 40 yards, he's typically getting in these playoff games. That's not going to be there. And I think they're going to rely on McKinnon to get in this game. Like you said, they take away the tight ends. I like this spot there, and that's going to be a juicy parlay. We're going to look at that more later in the week. Um, when things come out,
1: he should kind of regress back to the norm. He had, I think he had zero catches last week and that's just, that just shouldn't happen.
0: Nope. So, shouldn't yeah. happen. And I, that's, I look for stuff like that. I look for guys who aren't getting in the mix, who typically are in the mix a little bit. And I think it makes sense here. Joe Burrow is fucking nasty. dude. He's a killer. and And it's like, I don't know. I've literally, I love this guy. But everybody's always betting on him. And since he was at LSU, I'm just always betting against him. I just, you know, I had a good little run this year where I, you know, had some games on him. But I just thought they were going to get run out of the gym last week because that number seemed so fucking fake to me. Like, six points for them, and all they do is beat the Chiefs and the Bills? Like, I don't get it. So.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm with you. What does scare me here is all the line movement. How hurt is Mahomes? It's still Kansas City. You still have to go to Arrowhead and play. It's not a walk in the park. I know he does well against them. It's still going to be a really tough game. I like the over in this game because I think it's too high. I think uh, I think it's too many points. It's 47 seems like a lot. Um, Especially after, like all you said, the defense of the Bengals. Everyone knows KC's defense is good and Mahomes' ankles banged up. It just seems like a high number. I thought it would be more around the 45 number, but I guess when you have two dynamic quarterbacks like this, it's always going to be higher. I don't know what I'm betting on this game. I do know I'm betting T. Higgins to score a touchdown. Pretty sure I'm going to bet McKinnon as well, but T. Higgins, 1,000% I'm betting
1: yeah, I'll tell everyone right now. Like I put the minus 140 Monster teaser in there, like 13 points, and I took Bengals, Niners and the under in both games. So that under in the KC game gets up it's over 60 points. So so,
0: so break so so spell it out. What did you bet and what what's the number?
1: So the um here I'm logged in right here. I can read it. So right now it is Bengals plus 11, 49ers plus 15 and a half. Uh, Niners Eagles under 58 and a half and this game under 60. And and that's minus 140. Minus 140. And I'm okay laying that kind of juice. I've I've won these the last two weeks and they've been my biggest bet. So I'm sitting, I'm sitting pretty right now. I could afford to put a little more on this. And I really like these numbers. So I think, and I do think that the Niners and Bengals could win outright anyways. So when you're getting it over a touchdown like this, in the Niners case over two touchdowns. I don't think they're gonna get blown out. So I'm gonna do it. And like you told you,
0: like you said, I mean, you and I bet differently. I I chase a little bit more plus money. You said it last week, not everybody likes the minus 140 stuff, but you even said it. You you normally make it a bigger wager that you're comfortable with, but you can also play with these numbers. Where Ryan's not saying you should bet what he's betting. He's saying you should take a look at the numbers and you know, if you feel more comfortable, you know, with plus nine points and you know, numbers at plus one ten, do it. But what he's saying is he thinks there's a lot of value in you moving these lines back and forth. Yeah, but if the Chiefs provided. if the
1: Chiefs are plus two and a half right now, you get them at plus 15 and a half. You get them over two touchdowns. So if you don't think a hurt Mahomes can go out there and get blown blown out at home, which I doubt they do, then take that side of that game. You know, it's. Like said, no, it's a thought. Right?
0: It, it's it's something I have uh you know I've been messing a little bit with it here and there. I still you know chase the plus money angle of it, but you know I, th- I did it last week where I had uh, or two weeks ago I teased the Giants up here and there, but you know it didn't work in a parlay. But um, I think we're gonna get two really good football games here. We had some snoozers I think last week. I'm really really excited for both of them. It's it's gonna be Sunday three thirty. Uh, you got Niners, Eagles, six thirty, Bengals at KC. I have a
1: suggestion for us: is that to switch the mojo up a little bit for the big guys parlay. I was just let's just say. tweet it out. Let's instead of dropping the pot on Friday, let's just tweet that out on Friday and take a couple days to, to talk back and forth about it. All
0: right, I like that. So we'll so we'll yeah. tweet out the big guys parlay on Friday. Um, I like that. We'll we'll discuss and we'll put it out there. We're 0-3, guys, for as much as we're killing the everything else. Me and the big guy, can not we can't link up. We can't link up for some reason, but we're going to get it done this weekend. We've been Brian, Anything else to add to these NFL games?
1: No, it's going to be a fun fun weekend, I think. It'll be uh, too good. I think it'll be for different reasons, like you said. Like, I, I did bet the under 60 in that game, but that doesn't mean it can't be a fun game to watch where it's, you know – thirty to twenty seven even or whatever. Yeah. You know, I think that game has potential to be fun, a little more fun than Niners Eagles. But with the firepower on the Niners and Eagles offense, like, what if it's the game they just call these plays and let loose? I think we could see two very fun games. And if the Niners game goes over and I lose my bet and they win, I'm happy anyways and whatever. If they lose and they score and put up a competitive effort with a third string quarterback on the road, I'm gonna be happy anyways. It'll be it's a good season regardless.
0: Yeah, and I think Brock Purdy's made the case for it's his team. You know, I, I, I think yeah. it obviously he wins this game, no shit, but it's the guy's done. What else is he supposed to do? It's not his fault. Right. If, he, if he
1: wins this game, it doesn't matter what he does in this. He could throw four picks in the Super Bowl. He's still the starter next year. He
0: just reminds me of like the NFL Stenson Bennett. Like nobody wants to give him, a, you know, and I said it last week. I thought he would make a mistake. I thought he would be, you know, that sixth round Mr. Irrelevant. And he, listen, he made some clunkers, but. You know this Philly team. If he beats them, I mean, they, you really gotta, you know, obviously you go to the Super Bowl, duh. But this team is, this team is gonna be coming out fighting, no doubt about it. And I think, yeah. uh, I think the Kansas City game is gonna be a, a dog fight as well. Um I'm looking forward to it. Ryan, Tony, golf. Yeah, golf is back. All right, we touched on it a couple episodes ago. We'll be getting out into some golf, giving out some picks. I have some picks this week. For the farmers insurance open at Torrey Pines. But we got to talk about John Robb, Back to back champ, uh, back-to-back winning weeks. He comes to Torrey Pines where he just he just ragdolls this place anyway. He's it's one of his best playing courses. He's won a, he's won a major there. And he's you know, every time he plays in this event, he's T5 or better. He's at plus four fifty to win. The yeah, game. that's what I noticed.
1: Isn't the next best guy like fourteen to one or some it's shit? It's crazy. Like you do not
0: see four or five to one in a fucking golf in, in, in golf. You just don't
1: see it. You can't, but bet, listen, you can't bet that number, right? No life. You'd have to no, bet. You have to wait for him to slip up and then bet it live or something when it yeah, goes up.
0: I, I'm just fading him. I mean, winning three in yeah. a row is tough anyway. Could he do it? Absolutely. He's the number one player in the world right now. Literally nobody playing better golf than him. Uh, but Torrey Pines is a golf course where uh, it's a ball striker's paradise. You have to you have to strike the ball well. And for my money, I am all over. Well, I'm over. I got three players this week. Okay, but three.
1: Curious, new- real quick, I'm curious to see what, because I don't know shit about. I know a little bit about golf, but I don't. Not like you do. You're Tony Golf, but I I look at some things. You know, some course history, some recent form, things like that. Go go ahead and name your guy. I want to see. I have a. I have one longer shot in mind, and then a couple favorites that I thought too. Not necessarily that I'm going to bet them, but just I want to see where they compare to your guys.
0: So anytime I get an iron player like Justin Thomas, who's one of the best in the world and one of the best that strokes game at plus eighteen hundred uh, to win the golf tournament, I'm 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 just I'm all in. If I lose with that, I lose with that. I think he's one of the best players in the world. I think he's setting himself up to have a good season. And I'm also going to take him at plus 190 to make the top 10. So he's my first player. The other player is Max Homa. Max Homa, I'm taking at plus 2200 and plus 240 to make the top 10. And one guy I'm taking a shot on to make the top 20 is uh, Hayden Buckley at plus 330. Hayden Buckley played really good last week. Um, He's a guy who's starting to get the driver uh, more under control, and I think I like these three. Max Homa has been playing some of the best golf of any player on tour over the last year and a half or so. I think he's another guy who bombs the tee ball. He's got tremendous uh, confidence with it and control with it. And for me, this is a golf course you can't make a ton of mistakes. I like the guys who have strokes gained. I think Justin Thomas really gives this thing a go at plus 1,800. He is my favorite play of the golf this week. Justin Thomas, plus 1,800.
1: Get him home. All right, I got uh, I, so the guys that I thought like would be my favorite bets to make would be Morikawa or Zalatoris.
0: He just hasn't been able to close. So Zalatoris won there last year, I believe, and so
1: he came in second to Luke List, I think.
0: Oh, that's right, he came in second. I he, I like Zalatoris. I saw his number two. He's also plus one ninety to come in the top ten. Who is the other person you said? Morikawa. Yeah. Morikawa for me. Is he's, he's an unbelievable player, but he's getting in that field to me to where you want to bet him top tens and stuff like that. He's got to win another one for me to to, to feel differently about him. Um, I know John Rahm came back week one and, and beat him and shot ten under, but we, we see Morikawa kind of on Sunday, kind of you know not put up the number he needs to close some of these things out. Don't get me wrong; he's one of the best players in the world. I'm not saying that. All I'm right. just saying, for my money, I want somebody who's a little bit more males, like a JT, and that's why I'm taking him.
1: Alright, this was this was my favorite long shot, and he's kind of, he's right along the lines of Buckley with you there. Top 20, plus 400, Ryan Palmer, who's sure. finished here second, 13th, 21st, second, 16th, the last five years.
0: He's one of CBS's Sleepers of the Week, too, I read.
1: Yeah, so that's I did not read that, but that's, I just looking at his form here. He said he made his last cut, which I always like to see. And then he's the only time he didn't finish top 20 here is when he finished 21st and he's got two runners up there and he's like 75 to one to win and four to one, just to top 20. Kind of like that.
0: Okay. I like that too. I mean, golf to me is one of my favorite things to bet because you can just you can put it in on Thursday. You can check it here and there. I like to do um, head-to-head bets too, but I don't yeah. do those until the weekend typically.
1: Um, yeah, once you kind of see how their how their form is for that specific tournament.
0: Yeah, and I do this with majors too. I, I I for any of those who followed me last year, you know, I hit three or four majors last year, and part of part of it was. Two of them, I waited until Thursday rounds were over. I just got an idea, and I want to see the things moving up and down. Um, and, and I sometimes I'll do that. Some people say it's cheating because I let the one day go by. But sometimes I like to see the, see how the guys are playing, how they're responding. And, uh, and, and based off of that, I think golf is, you know, you get good odds. And like I said, anytime I see the ninth best player in the world named Justin Thomas with one of the best iron games on the planet, going to Torrey Pines at plus 1800 book that shit.
1: Yeah. You know, what's funny too, is uh, they have both our guys. Maybe we should do it. It'd be fun. We'll come up with this during the week or tonight. I don't know. I'll text you, but um, it's just coincidentally. And I did not know this because I had no idea you were going to mention Buckley, but they have head to head Palmer versus Buckley for the tournament. Oh, is that right? For the tournament? What?
0: For the, for the tournament?
1: Is it for the what, tournament, they're both minus 110, head-to-head. I think that's awesome. We just mentioned those two, and that's who they put head-to-head here.
0: We have to bet it, then.
1: Yeah, I think we should. That's got to right. be the big guys, our big guys head-to-head.
0: Big guys head-to-head. Fuck Ryan Palmer. Fun story about Ryan Palmer.
1: Great uh, first name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when I was in college, I got to go caddy at this place called the Grand Dunes. And the U.S. Amateur Qualifier was there and I saw, him, uh, I saw him birdie four holes in a row. I wasn't on his bag, I was just, I was in his group. I was one of the people who keep score. Nice. I know I just said caddy, not what I was doing. I was a four caddy where I could keep the score. Yeah. Um, but yeah, awesome little deal. Uh, you got, if I got, I got I got hooked up with that through school and they gave us some passes to go play the place like, you know, two days after the event was over so you could play in the same conditions. Really cool golf course, Grand Dunes, Myrtle Beach. Awesome. Um, nice. <laughs> That's the golf talk I got for us. You got anything else to add on the golf, ride? Are you going to get on the links this year or what?
1: Yeah, man, I'm going to be playing. We got to play together this year. We'll figure it out. We are. I have a ton
0: of stuff planned this year for uh, for golf. I'm going to be doing a lot more videos. I have somebody who's going to be helping me out. And uh, um, I think Connor also said he'd help me out with some filming, some stuff, and coming to play some rounds of golf and whatnot. So I'm going to be doing a lot more stuff with that. We'll get you out on the golf course. Ryan! What is the fattest thing you've done this week?
1: No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds.
0: What's the fattest thing that you've done this week, Ryan? What do you got
1: for it? So the fattest, the fattest thing I've done this week um, it's kind of. I mean, there's just so many, but it's. I think the fattest thing I've done this week is is the whole week, cause I, cause my family was gone for yeah. the first half of the week, and then I went to visit them for a few days. And then I came home, and so the time from they left until, and then, like, I went there, and then from when I came home, and they just got home today, I didn't cook one time, <laughs> which only means one thing, that I was just driving through everywhere being an asshole.
0: You know you don't have any gift cards left because that was one of your fattest things you've done is that you used all your yeah. gift cards yeah so i'm Christmas. just out
1: there now i'm out there just spending the hard earned money <laughs> getting oh,
0: all right so that's fair that, that that's understandable and listen it's playoff weekend it's these are fat weekends right
1: right yeah I ordered a lot yeah it didn't just drive through everywhere i i got some nice crispy ass wings delivered here yeah uh, they were i mean this place down the road Next time you come over, we're, we're getting those. They're so good.
0: Well, that's what I was going to say. I had some people over at my house, and I had planned on cooking and doing the Tony Grill thing and throwing some stuff on. But I got jammed up at work, and I was there later. So I called my brother, and I ordered about $200 worth of food from Otis and Oliver's. Just a bunch of wings ribs. It was great. And we we ate, and everything was fine. But the probably the fattest thing I did was, one, I was having a panic attack because I was like, well, now I don't know how much I should get. I don't want to have, not. I've known these guys for fucking 25 years. They don't care. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, but I'm having a goddamn panic attack. I was like, I called my brother. I was like, I need seven racks of ribs. He's like, that would be pretty dumb because that's, that's like way too many. Yeah. I was like, okay. So we he hooked it up. We got the food in there. I proceeded to eat. We had, we had so much but I literally just ate my last rib today for dinner. So that's one thing. But probably the fattest thing I did was Sunday morning, the big guy was hurting a little bit, you know, got pretty banged up on Saturday after that Giants loss. And I have like this little bodega, like this gas station over here where got all this boar's head, you know, uh, breakfast sandwiches, lunch <laughs> sandwiches, um, and he's got beef patties. I went there I went there three times in one day. I got a sausage, egg, and cheese for breakfast. Hey, buddy, what's going on, Anthony? I was like, hey, what's going on?
1: He knows your first name. Oh, yeah. He's my like, guy. Yeah. He's,
0: he's the best. So – Fast forward three hours later, I was like, "All right." I grabbed a turkey sandwich and some fucking sour cream and onion chips. I must have spent like fifty five dollars in gas oh, station yeah. food. It was just—I was just hungover, and I literally ate breakfast, lunch, and dinner from Ali's. Great guy, great food. You just—that's just a fat guy move. You can't—you can't do that. So that's really—that was—that was the fattest thing I've had this week. I will say this. I'm feeling the winter weight a little bit, all right? I'm not feeling great about it. I feel like I'm tacking a few on. We got to refocus, okay? The winter can't win.
1: Football's nearly over. Oh yeah. Where we start, we start a mission starting tomorrow is what I've been told that we had <laughs> so many vegetables brought to the house today. It's like <laughs> So but, your, your
0: wife told you you guys are starting a diet tomorrow. You just found out today. I right? think
1: I think I knew too, which is why I just went so hard this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. <laughs> listen, I uh, it's, it's like it's uh, like you know, like Chrissy Montesanti or uh, Goodfellas. You know, he does a bunch of drugs and says, "Take me to jail." You kind of, you know, you get all fucked up one last time before you know some things are happening, right? Uh,
1: yeah.
0: Listen, Ryan, good show. We'll be back next week on Wednesdays. You got anything to add, fella?
1: Uh, yeah. I'm uh. There's a good shot that I launch my new business tomorrow, and so stay tuned on Twitter. Uh, that's where I'll post it, promote it, everything. Um, drop the link to join. Uh, I'll be giving out a deal. It's a NASCAR data analytics website and. I'll have a deal to if, for anyone who joins before Daytona, that price would be locked in for life, no matter what I do with the site in the future. So, yeah. So um, for those of
0: you guys who don't know, like I said, Ryan's a big NASCAR guy. He's done really, really well with NASCAR. Now this has nothing to do with me. This is just Ryan's thing, and what he's going to be doing, like I said, he's going to be launching this thing, get you guys in there at a good price. Um, it's going to be it's going to be paid picks, right?
1: Yeah, it'll be uh, a lot of like a lot of data and stats stuff like that. But I will be posting DraftKings projections and my favorite plays every weekend, so uh, that'll oh. also be on there too. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be a good package, and it's about you know a third of the price of what some competitors are
0: offering. So I was gonna say the one well, the one you were talking about not the other day they they asked for like three hundred and seventy five dollars right and now yeah it's gonna be like a hundred bucks so that's good yeah. Well, listen. When you know more about it, let us know. Um, Good luck with everything. We'll we'll promote it, and hopefully, everything works out. If you don't got anything else, Ryan, good luck in your game against the Eagles. Thank you.